Hello, everybody. You found us, the Keeping It Real podcast. Here we are. This is us. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where every week we're going to cover new events from the news, sort of in our own perspective, which Ooh, hopefully, hopefully you haven't heard that before. So if that's sort of the thing you're looking for, then you found us. You're in the right place. Each week, for each episode, we're going to bring the facts surrounding topics with none of that biased nonsense, foolery, bullcrap, whatever you want to call it. It's hosted by your boy Keems. And me, Cass. Every Monday at 8 a.m., there will be a new episode magically appearing on all your streaming platforms shows up there shows no one knows up. how Boom. it happens so these platforms include spotify google and apple Podcasts. all the big ones all right let's get into this week's episode do it enjoy, enjoy. we're back we took a little hiatus we apologize we took a couple recently uh one was just crazy busy weekend for mother's day weekend which was understandable last weekend i wasn't feeling very great i was having a little mental health day so we uh postponed the episode um but now we're back this week we're talking about nfts which we both are not really super yeah i think you know more than i do so i'm just gonna be and i don't here really like, know Ooh. very much it's more so <laughs> gonna be a lot of trying to understand it and trying to yeah. like, get a, bit of a, a grasp on it um one thing before we go into it uh it's a bit of a cryptocurrency sort of thing but uh before going to that uh Cass has some pretty cool news she got a raise oh i did yes. <laughs> i was like tell, what tell the people about the awesome news well, that's it. I got a raise. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else is there I to say? Know. I don't it's know. Getting paid more to do the same job, which is dope. Yeah, nothing it's better. exciting. Yeah, so which is super exciting. So yeah, it was like that. a before my job kind of had like a. It was just kind of like oh, like this is what the starting wage is, and then like I guess we'll we'll talk in a couple months and let you know if something's changing or There's whatever. No set advance. There wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't like a um like a system for it. I guess. Is what yeah. I'm to say, but now they like actually put a system in place and they've given like everybody a raise mm-hmm. um pretty substantial too yeah like i don't know sweet. i don't want to go into like no, two details but just, or whatever but yeah um yeah we got like like a pretty big raise. yeah <laughs> like, and now they're like above competitive wages which is pretty crazy it's yeah pretty cool to which see. i think will be helpful because to be honest like we have struggled keeping finding and keeping like good employees yeah because like i don't know, like i i don't mean to like brag on it like it's a good mm. job i like my job but um like for when you're being paid like nearly minimum wage it's mm-hmm. and to be doing like hard not not that hard but like labor well it's for just, 10 hours a day like it's the tough be, thing is that if there's other options in the market to do similar work for more pay then they're going to go there yeah, that's exactly. really that's really the, the tough thing at the end of the day like is that is you work in a factory type setting and there's other factory jobs that are willing to pay more to do a similar job. So then mm-hmm. that becomes a supply and demand situation, right? There's not enough workers and they're not paying as much as others could. So now they have advanced to being quite more competitive, like quite competitive compared yeah. to other places, which is going to make a huge difference. You guys will hopefully see a spike in some good employees, which will help to mm-hmm. make things a bit easier around your area too. Maybe they'll hire in some new uh people that have some experience in things which can always in- increase the workflow and stuff but yeah no that's definitely gonna boost the morale you'll see people at work um uh, taking more um pride in their work you think and you'll see some mm-hmm. more um just some changes like that for sure i think yeah which is I good think to see so. that's super exciting so to the bosses if you're watching congratulations on the big change i know <laughs> yeah. it's like it's, it's definitely a big change on the business end too uh because like obviously there's a lot of differences there but i think it's going to really help them on the business end for sure to get some like potentially get some really good employees too out of Mm -hmm. it which is always really good yeah and like like of course money isn't everything you know but at the same time like 
we do have to be able to make like a living wage and like mm-hmm. everybody that I work with is either like splitting their bills with a spouse or whatever mm-hmm. or like they're younger and they're still living with yeah. their parents because there's like no way you could have done it any other way before no but now like it's like I don't know I feel like I have the opportunity to like more further myself I guess yeah. and it's nice to just like to feel appreciated for your yeah. hard work you know like yeah i don't work hard for praise like that's no. not why but it is nice to like to be shown to be valued i guess whatever, yeah, yeah. Showing appreciation for it. i mean yeah, yeah. I definitely i definitely agree yeah and it's you know if you um it's one of those things right treat the employees with <clears throat> another level of like honor i guess in a sense and respect and stuff and you get uh, another level of uh workmanship out of it too right mm-hmm. Um, which is super exciting, but yeah, so congratulations on that, which is really yeah, exciting. Thanks. Everyone give her a thumbs up down in the comments because it's super <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so moving on to this week's topic is NFTs, which stands for non fungible tokens, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, which I really don't understand. It's kind of a new world. It's part of the cryptocurrency sort of thing, I believe. Like Bitcoin and yeah, Dogecoin. Bitcoin and Dogecoin <laughs> and things like that. I don't really understand it. Um, the other day, Alicia and I were having a conversation about it. Uh, she asked me because there's this thing called Top Shop, which is basically a place you can buy digital um, NBA like uh, cards, I guess they mm. are sort of, but they're like little cubes on a digital thing. And they're like a video of a highlight, essentially. And each of these um, varies in price depending on how rare it is and who the player is and whatnot. So the most expensive ones at the time were LeBron James, and then it also depends on the serial number of that specific, like, identification. So basically a card, like the specific card's serial number. So if it's the same number as the player's jersey, it's worth a lot of money. Hmm. As well as if it's the lowest to number one. So number one is worth the second most outside of their jersey number. Um, and so the most expensive one was his number 23, which is LeBron's number of this highlight of him doing a dunk. But then Alicia was saying, oh, did you hear that Fred Van Vliet's one sold for a lot of money? So I had no idea what this stuff was. So I had to go in and, and research trying to understand what the heck it was because I didn't mm-hmm. get it. I don't understand it. Um, but really what it came down to it was I started to kind of simplify it to myself from what I understand, at least with those ones, is it's just like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon cards and old hockey cards and any of those kind of things, right? If you open up, let's say there's going to be 50 packs in a box. There's only going to be one. There's going to be five super rares in the whole box. Okay. But only, there's only going to be five different cards that those super rares could be. You could pull five versions of the same one and that's not worth very much. That's what makes them more worth money. They're limited printing. Same with like any of those kind of cards. So I kind of understand it with that stuff, but I don't understand it with like the coins and things. I really don't. Yeah, like, I don't really understand why, like, you were saying it's basically just, like, a highlight video or whatever. Like, yeah, like, why, it's like, a little video. Like, why buy that when you can just, like, watch the video on YouTube, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... <laughs> well, see, so, yeah. I know like, more to it than that, yeah. but, like... Yes, yeah, that, that's where, like, I tried to simplify it. Is it, like, being, like, a card? Like, imagine if you could own, like, a like a whole, like, hold an actual physical copy of a card that was, like, a video highlight. It's the same kind of thing like that. Like, you own... There's only one copy of that specific mm. serial number, specific everything. There's only one of those. It's the same as a piece of art, for instance, is another similarity. There's only one of them specifically that's like that. Um, yes, you can watch it anywhere, but it's more about that you own this like mm. v- version of it. Like you own a card of it, basically. It's like o- owning the original 
of the art piece versus owning like a copy of it. Yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Like anyone can watch a YouTube video of something, but to be the person that was there to take the original video of that dunk that has now gone viral. Yeah. That original copy of the video is okay. a lot different, right? Kind of kind of thing. I think I think again, not the most. I just I it. also don't understand like the point of, um, like how do I word this? Like okay. collecting something um like digital you know what i mean okay. like for you like you collect funko pops mm-hmm. you can display them on your wall so anybody who comes in here can be like oh like that's really cool like yeah. i like all your stuff or whatever mm-hmm. but if it's like a digital thing you have to be like hey do you want to see these like collectible things that i got let's all like yeah. sit down around my computer so i can yeah. show you <laughs> like, yeah that's true yeah it's definitely weird that way um the only one thing that i would say that i do envy people that create like collect digital is that if your stuff, let's say a fire happens and my computer gets destroyed, my digital stuff, I can still log back into my account and have that copy, but all my Funko Pops are melted and destroyed, That's true. right? So they're gone and like you don't get money back for how much it's worth. So like if you lost a million dollars worth of cards, it's worth a million dollars worth of like f- super rare Yu-Gi-Oh cards, something like that, right? They're not going to praise that for a million dollars. You're going to get like 200 grand back for those cards. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to buy your stuff back. There's no way. Yeah. So like that's the only way I can see it. And there's a thing too where uh, there's a thing called a blockchain. Have you heard of that? I've like heard the word, but I don't really. Okay. So that's how the coins and things and stuff like that. And a lot of these sales happen is through what's called a blockchain. And for people that you guys may have way better understanding of it, I don't have a very great understanding of it, but this is what I sort of understand. I watched a few videos on like the Bitcoin stuff, just uh, trying to explain like how it sort of works and whatever. And basically let's say I sell a Pokemon card, right? Like let's say I sell this highlighted LeBron, right? To Alicia then that means it has to go through the blockchain, which means like you have to approve the transaction saying like, yes, the money was given properly and the thing is going through properly. So basically it's like, instead of just being like an honorary between one person, like a hundred people are all interacting with the sale Mm. to to make sure that it's verified. And so it's, that's why they think that the coins are going to take over um, the banking system because then the bank isn't at fault for things. Everyone can collectively make sure that, shit's not going wrong mm. right there's more people that can be there to make sure stuff doesn't happen it's not just like the three people in your bank it can be 500 people from td can all just bounce off this blockchain to make sure things are working properly or so, however it works so it's like almost going back to like a bartering system you like, sort of yeah oh i have this coin and i'll give it to you for this like t-shirt or yeah so it's like so it's like it yeah so like you give so let's say you have a bitcoin i might be like totally wrong like obviously this is just me saying based off what my understanding of it is and i might be totally wrong um let's say you have one of the bitcoins and they're worth like thirty-two thousand dollars, right when you sell it somebody has to confirm that that sale has been made right and that's basically what it is so it gets logged in the blockchain saying that this this coin was sold and then that way, that coin's value stays at what it is so that it's remembered being sold, mm. basically, right? It's similar to, like, let's say uh, you have, again, a rare car or something, right? But the car has only had two owners versus 25 owners. And you can, it's like the Carfax, you can check who had it at what point and what's all gone on with it. Mm-hmm. That's basically the same with, like, the blockchain, from what I understand, is it's way more easy to see where things have been, who owned it what it's been used for, things like that, uh, because it's been verified by hundreds of people along the way mm-hmm. versus just one person being like, yep, that's okay, and not really 
yeah. checking it along the way. Just because there's way too much money being flowed around in the world for banks to really be able to keep an, a track on every single dollar on how it's really being spent and where. Mm-hmm. But if you have other people keeping an eye on it because, and I believe that they take a fraction. Like if there's like, let's say you sell something like a card for a million dollars, you might actually make like 970,000 and like 30,000 of it will get split across through all the blockchain people that have con- that have mm-hmm. like confirmed the sale to make sure that it's verified. Okay. So you do get paid a little bit through it so you can become someone like that, like a blockchain like um <clears throat> verifier like thing agent. yeah sort of <laughs> you're just like the you're kind of like a person in the middle to make sure things are doing going properly but there's a, like a lot of you so that the the <laughs> the level of corruption is lower um just the seamlessness is supposed to be better and just the able to track the history of the money and the whereabouts is supposed to be a lot better i guess mm-hmm. um but there's a lot more limit to it as opposed to real money where you can just print whatever you want yeah right that's where the issue comes up is like a bitcoin's worth like 30 grand right now or something like a regular dollar in Canadian to a Canadian to American dollars, like a dollar fifty or something like that. So like when you do that, that also becomes a bit of a issue because where does the currency rate happen when you're doing an online blockchain? Cause anyone can buy Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Like we can buy one now for 30,000 Canadian. It costs 60,000 uh, like Finnish dollars and then $2 million in yen and like all this different stuff. Like I'm not sure how the conversions work, but I really don't get it. I don't, like you said, I don't get the, digital aspect i like to hold the things that i own i like to be able to showcase them i like Mm -hmm. to like show things off you guys can't see right now but i have like 60 something funko pops just over here i just got like 10 more dad got me a whole bunch of stranger things ones which are super dope karen and billy is my favorite one yeah it's super (laughs) sick um but yeah and so I like to be able to like hold them and like I have an app where I can scan all of mine to see the prices of them and keep like a track on them. And like I have like my collections, like I think like $1,200 now, like it's like a lot of money where the Funko pops mm-hmm. and I've probably bought probably like $300 worth in total. Like the rest has just been like how they've gone up over time, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing. Like I just recently got into playing Yu-Gi-Oh and I've found like some cards are fucking expensive all based on because they're only come from one pack. So they have to be, someone has to be opening those packs and luckily pull it and then sell it to a secondary seller for me to buy it off that market. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, that's, I've started to find how I've started to learn how these markups happen on collectible items like that so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, uh, like anything, I guess in a sense, it's just, it's all based on rarities, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably going to become like an outdated opinion, you know, about going back to um, like collecting physical things. Mm. like i feel like um a mix of like the the minimalist trend you know people oh, don't yep. have clutter everywhere and True. also like this whole digital thing is like blowing up you know <clears throat> yeah i think it's going to become very like like only old people think that yeah. they want to have <clears throat> that's physical true. things you know what i mean yeah i wonder if like um i wonder if you'll see like someone put like a digital photo frame up that just like scrolls through their like digital mm-hmm. highlight cards of LeBron or whatever, right? It's yeah. like, you know, look at my highlights and this goes, you know, like click on a button, it's like scroll through all your different ones you have because you never have to actually hold them. They're all digital, yeah. right? There already is digital picture frames you can just Bluetooth your phone to pretty easily and stuff. So I can see that becoming a thing. There's also those TVs that look like um, picture frames that you don't see, mm-hmm. like things like that. Like you're right. There's, I do think that's, that's a good point that there is a lot less, um, <clears throat> what is it, like, drive for tangible products mm. and more for the digital ones which is fascinating because i just i don't know i like having physical stuff just for things i'm collecting but like other things i don't really care about mm. like if i can have a digital like for video games for instance i hate having the copy of it 
I I I download everything. I hate having copies of discs because they just take up so much space and they're just like they're useless. You get them scratched and And not only yeah, and not only that, but like once you're done playing the game, like Call of Duty, for instance, anybody knows. They have like 15 copies of Call of Duty now that are totally useless to play. You can't play them. No, the servers aren't even up anymore on half of them. Like you just have all these games you can't even play. Mm-hmm. It's way better if you just delete them off your PlayStation yeah. and never have to deal with the clutter. Like it's just way nicer than having all this shit everywhere. I think it's kind of similar to like, like I think a lot of the older generations would prefer um, to have like physical money, but we're just, mm. like, we're kind of seeing yeah, a transition to like, we prefer to use it yeah. like all online. I e-transfer stuff from my phone to you or that's a good point. Whatever. Our, yeah. We're a having, big e-transfer and debit generation. Ours, yeah. And the next one's going to be even worse. Physical money. So it's probably going to be a similar mm. thing. Like we like to collect physical items of whatever you you like Funko Pops and I collect I don't know what like ho- arts and different hobbies. things yeah <laughs> but Art anyways and stuff. um but I think like the generations after us will think like oh you freaking old lady like that's weird that you like having physical things like that yeah like I would rather just have it all on my laptop or whatever <clears throat> yeah I mean on top of that like the people that are buying that and, and that are in this community right like like I have all these Funko Pops for instance and I can show them off to everybody but 95 percent of people don't care because mm-hmm. it's not something they're interested in and they don't really get it. But and there's then a lot. the people that are interested in it are think it's really cool. But when you have this online one, they have the same thing. They have like a community where you can show it to people that are interested in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But what were you saying? I was just going to say, there's a lot of like, even stuff like your Funko Pops. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really get, like, there's a lot of games and, mm-hmm. and movie references that I don't really understand what they're yeah. from. But like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. That was just the point I was making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're saying with that one, to be honest, but... I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of, like, um, like different uh, things people get interested in, and it's interesting to see where the value in those lies. Like, we just talked about just the other day, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about how... Um, I said it's it's interesting how many people get into such random games. Like some board games have like super big followings. I've never even heard of the board game before. Mm-hmm. And you were saying the same thing with like music and movies and like art and like all sorts of different things that people are like, you've never even heard of the person and they are like stupidly famous amongst their crowd. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And then you'll never hear of them. But then all of a sudden you just see them. And you're like, what the heck is this? Like you think they're the that like the Kardashians and whatnot have a lot of followers, but there's like thousands of people out there that have millions of followers. You have no idea who the hell they are. Mm-hmm. Like because you're just you just don't <clears throat> run in those circles. Like yeah. authors or like Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Artists is really big, especially like just influencers on Instagram is huge because mm-hmm. people just follow influencers and you've never heard of them. But yeah. they're like super popular. It's like no idea who they are. But I don't and I've also seen I mean I'm a I'm a Elon Musk dude. However, he's been uh pumping up the value of the coins a lot and it's a lot for like what i understand like stock dumping stuff like he buys a lot of stock and then says oh buy deutsche coins and then they go up in price and then he sells all of his stock and makes a bunch of money but which is pretty shady but kind of funny at the same time but um but they're kind of talking about like him and a couple of people were talking about it's like how with uh if with the blockchain sort of thing it just kind of puts the power into the people's hands instead of into like the, the company's hands, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're able to keep an eye on things, I guess, and sort of be more uh, verified for other things. And it just kind of helps out. But I don't really understand where it started and how it happens. Like, cause now like, like uh, Lucas and, uh, and JP are both building computers and getting parts for them. And some of the parts are, you can't even buy them because everyone's building freaking mining rigs to try to get Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand 
how that works like how you mine a bitcoin like yeah i don't what really the fuck <laughs> like i don't I understand don't like i've watched videos about it and it just doesn't make sense it's like i probably watched like genuinely like an hour and a half worth of videos the one night of just bitcoin stuff and i didn't understand the <laughs> fucking yeah. thing like there I wasn't a single thing in that whole video whole lineup of videos that i understood no like i don't i don't get any of it like i don't know when it comes to this stuff i feel like so stupid <laughs> well like i, don't know what's going I on. just feel like such a boomer like it just pops up and they're like oh yeah bitcoin bitcoin i'm like what the hell is that yeah <laughs> like it was a joke when we were in like grade nine like bitcoin because they're like freaking cheap you could buy them and shit but now they're like thousands of dollars yeah <laughs> like oh didn't know what the hell they were no idea yeah. never really didn't know what they were i always thought they're like money laundering mm. right like oh if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year but then you bought a bitcoin for 30k then you have less money for the taxes mm-hmm. i figured it was something like that you get money launder buy assets and then dump your money there and then just sell your assets off after tax to somebody else to do the same thing like, oh that's yeah. exactly what I thought they were like mm. i thought they were just a complete fraud for rich people just to like money launder the piss so they just didn't have to pay taxes mm-hmm. i 100 percent that's what i thought it was and it mean it i mean come on it probably is being used for that too in a sense because like yeah i have no idea no idea but like is there anything that you would buy a digital copy of? Like, mm, only stuff that I could use. You know, like I would buy a digital hmm. copy of an album. Okay. To listen to it, or like. But would so would you pay more money to get a signed digital version of an album than a normal one, for instance? No, because it's not. It's not like physically signed. Like I don't understand. Like I don't know. Mm. I just it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so I'm see, not gonna put my money yeah, into it because it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like like that's what I'm saying is like for instance, they would like let's say the Foxing, which is a band that cast likes a lot. Um, let's say they had put out an album, right? You, there's five. There's gonna be five of them that are signed, and they actually like sign them on a board, and they put the signing onto the album for the digital copy, and it's on there. Like it's an actual. They actually signed it or whatnot. They all have their signatures on it, but it's worth four times the price. Yeah, because there's only four of them. I don't care. Yeah, like I, I want. That's what I mean. Like I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I want like the physical copy, the one that. Yeah. Like Connor Murphy, the singer from Foxing, actually held in his hands and Inside, signed. Yeah. Like I don't want a picture of it. Like yeah. that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. No, I feel. I feel the same way. Like I've seen a picture of Taylor Swift signed CDs, and Alicia owns one. And yeah. like when I held it, I was like, "That's fucking cool." Yeah, like, I was that's like, way, "That is so that's cool." That's way cooler yeah. than a picture of it. Like, like I'm not even a Taylor Swift like big Swifty fan like you and Alicia are, but I was like, I, saw, I was like, "That is so cool." Yeah, like it could be anybody. I'm like that is so sick. Like they actually like signed this like with mm-hmm. a marker. Like that's crazy. Like that they sit down and did that. Like, but yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm way more tangible. I like hold, but yo, look at fucking this. Look at this. Yeah. Like, like I have a signed hockey stick uh, that Dad gave me when I was younger. That is of Johnny Bauer, an old uh, Leafs goalie, and uh, you can like, they're not like super expensive. One like you can get them in different places because he signed a lot of stuff. But like it's just like super cool. It's like yo, like an NHL player held this stick. He used to be a goalie, so he used to play a stick like this, and mm-hmm. he held it and he signed it. Like that's so cool. Yeah. Why would I? Why would I want a picture of it? Like I could just. No. <laughs> what's the point? It's just weird. Like, what is, is it the same thing? If like, like here, here this is it's kind of similar to me, I guess, in my mind. The way I see it is like. Let's say, uh, let's say you take that hockey stick I was just talking about, right? And then you take a photo of it, and then you sell the original, and then just put the photo up on your wall. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I own this. I owned this once. Like where? Show me. Yeah, like, like I, what? I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? I want to see yeah. that you actually own it. <laughs> like I watched a video of this dude, and he had like $2 million worth of those Topshop uh, like, 
basketball highlight video cards. I was like, Were you there? I was like, bro. <laughs> Did you take this video? I was like, Yeah. What is <laughs> the point can't. though? I don't get it. Like, no. I really, I feel so boomered out right now because I just don't understand <laughs> yeah, it. Like, I'm so <laughs> clueless as to just like what drives a draw for this. Like, almost everything I've ever like came across that's like a hobby or something people are interested in, I can understand a little bit why people are into it like i can see the appeal mm-hmm. i don't see this like it just seems like a less appealing version of everything else in life <laughs> like yeah. it looks like the crappier version <laughs> of like anything you want to collect it's like oh yeah man i used to collect the actual copies of this but now i just collect pictures of it instead yeah like, wow <laughs> that sounds that sounds embarrassing like yeah, i don't know I don't, but I they're don't. worth a ton of money and i just don't get it like h3 h3 released one uh uh it was like a video of the vape god thing. It was like a basic, like a blurry, sketchy little thing. It's over sixty grand. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, what is this? I don't. I just don't get it. So somebody that understands it more needs to really explain it, because and like explain it in like the most basic terms you could ever think of. Like, I don't want yeah. like oh like the blockchain and then you do this and then yeah. like I like I don't understand. Oh, like, pull up our Instagram. My friend Parker tried to help. Uh, oh right, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll read what Parker oh, you're read said. It off? Okay. Yeah, read through. Because I haven't read any of this, so yeah. I, I want to read it. Okay. Firsthand. Because I'm not stupid through your messages. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just like read the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, so read from the very beginning. Um, shout out so to Parker for helping answer my questions a little bit as much as like, as much Yeah, as you I could. don't know who you are, I but shout it. out to He's you. He's a friend of mine from school. <laughs> I know that, but like, yeah. I don't know okay. him. Um, anyway, so you posted like a thing on our story. So just you, asking if people knew about if it. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw that most mm-hmm. likely. Um, and then he said, hey, saw your story about NFTs, but didn't have enough space to type. It's a digital asset that's similar to cryptocurrency since it is run on blockchain technology. But instead of all the tokens being exactly the same, they are unique. Another way to look at it is it's similar to in-game items, but instead of the whatever game owning the items and pe- why, why am I stroking out? What's happening? <laughs> you want me to read it? But instead of the whatever game owning the items and people, I don't understand what this is saying. Do you want me to read Does it? Does that make sense to yes, you? Yes, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay, so what he's saying is instead of the whatever the game they're talking about, it's saying whatever game. So whatever game he's talking about, doesn't matter what one. So instead of whatever game owning the items, people buying it through them. So instead of buying it through like Call of Duty itself, NFTs can be minted by anyone just like anyone can make a new crypto coin. So instead of just the company making new clothing, other people can make clothing for the game is what he's trying to, is basically what he's trying to say. And the value is then brought by whatever the art slash digital collectible is. And with the NFTs, since it's on the blockchain, the ownership history of each unique NFT is tracked, documented on the blockchain, which is secure in a neutral way for peer-to-peer verification of ownership. So people can make, I guess they can make their own things, like make their own art pieces basically, and then sell them. That's kind of how it is. And then because it's unique, you can then buy it um, because it's a unique version of it so a good a good explain it kind of good with like in-game items like let's say you're playing um i don't know like call of duty again i guess and for instance if someone makes a cool hat that you like but there's only gonna be one of them because the artist made only one version of it then it's worth a bunch of money so runescape i guess is a decent example of it they did a uh, event one time where they gave out party hats but only a couple people could like you get like i think it's a blue one and now the blue party hat this is like in the early 2000s and now the blue party hat's worth like 30 grand or something stupid like it's worth like 15 20 grand or something like ridiculous because there's only like 
uh, I think there's like 10,000 of them given out, but most people have like deactivated their accounts since and stuff or just got rid of them. So mm-hmm. it was a free item, but now everyone, anyways, one of those things, very limited, so it's kind of worth a lot. See, even that, I can kind of understand like having an item in a game or whatever and it, it being off. like expensive. Yeah, because it's something that you can actually use like when you're playing the game and you can show it off to like your online friends or whatever. Yeah. Which I guess you can with NFTs in a way too, but... I don't yeah. know. I just, like, it just it doesn't feel the same. You can't really play with it. That's the thing. No, you can't exactly. Play with it's it. not like a usable item. It's just like you can just Here. look at it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. So I said, uh, I said, oh, okay. So it's sort of like having a collectible Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon card. The virtual asset is worth money because there are only so many of them, and they are rare because of the serial numbers and exclusivity? Question mark. Or am I off? Uh, I sort of don't understand the blockchain stuff entirely. He said. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how they all work. Some might have multiple, just like multiple prints for artwork, but like Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh cards, they're based on how many are open, so they're not, so not sure if NFTs can be made that they can keep being created or not. So in that sense, like the card's value goes down the more that are opened, right? Mm-hmm. So the more that are found, the less it goes, the less it's worth. Yeah. But with these, they don't, there is no recreation of it there's only the one. So that's mm-hmm. where he's saying it. there isn't like people can't keep pulling them so you to get more of them. Um, and then he's talking about uh, also Gary V just released some NFTs and something cook he's been doing with them to show how they can be used more uh, is attracting conference passes. So essentially it's a ticket. It's like on a network smart contracts that can be built in. So you can get like a, you can get like a one-time ticket things through them. Um, so they're doing like sort of like virtual uh, different things with NFTs that aren't just like collectibles. So you can oh, like, okay. so you can, like get a, like a virtual NFT, like Coachella ticket, for instance, and you always have that ticket virtually kind of thing, I guess, in a sense. So like, it's like how you keep all your movie stuff. Movie passes. Whatever, yeah. Like. It's like that. Or like how I have all my passes from after proms. Yeah. I always have like a d- digital one of them. So you never have to lose them or get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And you can keep like an album of them and stuff like that. So it's another going back to like not wanting to have clutter and stuff. It's like, you don't have to find somewhere to keep all these random. Little I think one of the pieces. biggest things is we've slowly, it's one of those like no better do better. And people hate when they have a very collectible item that they once. So let's say you get something like you go to a concert or something, right? Um, like back in the eighties, people went to like an ACDC concert selling your ticket for having been at that concert now is worth hundreds of dollars, but no one freaking knew that'd be worth anything. So it's just the fact of being able to keep a copy of all the stuff you've been a part of in a sense. So that, cause it could be worth something at some point, mm. I guess sort of in a way and it won't and get destroyed. Yeah. Digitally. I was just going to say it won't get damaged. Like you, yeah. you have like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever that would have been worth money. Maybe yeah. if, Oh, if, I've had a bunch that have gotten destroyed. If they weren't like like creased down the middle or the edges mm. weren't t- worn or Torn whatever. Torn up and like, stuff, yeah. There's so many things. Like looking back on, like I've seen some cards that I saw that are like $30, $40. And I was like, I 100% had that card. Like I've seen that. I know I had that card. And mm-hmm. I like, I lost it. It got wrecked. I threw it out. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what I did with it. But like, like I have some, I went through some of my cards. Like I've got some that are worth like a hundred bucks. And there's if ones they were in better in condition or whatever. Well, the one I have in mint graded is worth 400 mm-hmm. So mine not minted or graded or anything at all is probably still worth at least 75 bucks. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, which I don't... It's just the same copy of anything else. Like, it's basically the same shit. Mm-hmm. Just because it came out of the very first pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that were sold in 2002. So because of that, it very few of them made it this long. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how those things kind of work. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't buy digital versions of things. Um, but then again, I also don't collect things that are digital, if that makes sense, right? Like you, 
like a lot of the things that you and I collect are, are, are tangible items in the first place. Like your, like you just bought that incense burner. You wouldn't buy a digital version of that. It doesn't make sense. You can't use it. Mm-hmm. Like in the Funko Pops, like I like stack them and kind of have them all separated in their own spot. So it's kind of a thing that like to like play with sort of and use. Same with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like I actually play with them. But then when there are things that are like a poster, for instance, like I don't collect posters, but if you had like a poster, a one-time print of an artwork or something like that, it might be nice to have digital so it doesn't get destroyed and ruined over time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, backtrack a second. Um, I bought an incense burner from my friend Lindsay, oh, yeah. um, who has like a pottery business. Um, Laugh, LAF Pots, check her yeah, out. Yeah, LAF Pottery Productions, pottery Productions I think, on, on Instagram. Instagram. She makes um, some really awesome stuff. Yeah, and it's like freaking stunning. It's oh, like yeah. got crystals around the edge and it's got like so gold nice. planets oh. and stuff painted mm-hmm. on it and like yeah so if yeah you need, it's white um, with what color are the stones again they're like orange Orange-y i forget of. what stone it is but yeah. um if you need like mugs or bowls or vases mm-hmm. or like anything you can make it a pottery then hit her up yeah she's talented they've got some really cool cool stuff on there like mm-hmm. really cool uh glazes and stuff and she's got some really cool rainbow things on there that i saw like some planters and different stuff it's mm-hmm. really sick anyways that's yeah. a bit of a side note but yeah. i just had to shout her out yeah <laughs> we had to do a little what is that called uh uh I forget in in video advertisement or whatever it is. Oh yeah. yeah, a little plug. That's it. A plug in. Yeah, yeah. I have to do a plug. Tell her she has to pay me now because we should. Yeah. Her out. <laughs> no. yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, we don't have a code, but <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a paid tell, advertisement. Tell her cast send you, and she'll treat <laughs> yeah. you nice. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Let us know if you know much about the NFTs or the cryptocurrency world, or if you really are into collecting sort of like digital assets i guess in a general um i'm personally collect uh physical assets i have my Funko pops i have Yu-Gi-Oh cards i have my great grandpa's uh table and my great great grandpa's gramophone um and i have uh, an old uh, candy tray that my uh, old candy box that my grandpa made when we were like little kids um uh, i i much rather collect physical things than um like digital things to a certain extent i do understand the clutter thing like people i guess mm-hmm. to be a little much even that like um like having something that was passed down through your family like would you want an nft or something collect sorry jersey out the door and trying to yeah um <laughs> would you want like an nft or whatever like digital collectible mm. item from like your great great grandparent or would you rather have something that they actually held and used and like you have memories with you know what i mean like that's true yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. That's, that's a good point. Another to way add, it to doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point to add. Honestly, um, I never really had thought about that. Like the fact that it's all kind of like you do have cherished memories tied into a lot of different items. I'm gonna let so, you see in. Please yeah. hold. Well, no, it's just the end of the episode. So you might as well end it off. Okay. All right. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Um, we will Peace see you love. next week. Yeah. <laughs> take care of yourself and those around you. Yeah. Um, Cass is gonna turn the camera so you can see my Funko pops quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot. Hey, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Keeping It Real. You made it this far, so hopefully that means you enjoyed. So you should probably just follow or subscribe to us wherever you're listening to this on plenty of platforms. We're everywhere now. Um, And that way you get a little notification every single time an episode goes up. Yeah. And let us know what you thought about this week's topic. If you agreed with our thoughts, if you disagreed, uh, if we missed any facts, Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to check that out on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you know someone else who might like this podcast, then bring 
bring him next week. Might as well bring a friend. Yeah. It's always more the merrier. Yeah. Find us on social media at Keems and Cass for behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, the fun little... All the good stuff. Yeah, the gush stuff, you know. It's the best way for you to not miss anything as well as for you to get in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Until next week, everyone. See us. Bye.